Welcome to the Practical Idealist Podcast, aligning what is good with what is possible. I'm your host, Allison Bueller, Director of the Homestead Education Center in Starkville, Mississippi. Our focus on this show is real change that improves health, home, and community. Alcohol consumption is an ingrained piece of our culture, a culturally acceptable mood-altering practice that has been around as long as, well, that's another show on fermentation. We see the wine o'clock jokes, the beer commercials, and the glamorous scenes in movies. But the millennials and the Gen Zs are the first generations to drink less and later than previous generations. One article among many that I saw was entitled, Millennials are dragging down beer sales, but Gen Z marks a turning point that will cause an even bigger problem for the industry. According to this new generation of children, it's time to take a closer look at what we call normal when it comes to alcohol consumption. On this week's show, we'll do just that with Sharon Hartley and find out what she discovered from taking a year-long break from the booze as she shares the not-so-serious side of sober. This program is brought to you by the Homestead Education Center, a nonprofit organization in Starkville, Mississippi. Our online and on-site information, events, and workshops are supported by our members. If you like what you learn at the Homestead, jump over to our membership page on the website and sign up for the level that's right for you. For as little as the price of a fancy coffee a month, you can keep our programming coming. Go to www.thehomesteadcenter.org. We're in the midst of our Beating Anxiety and Depression online course for February. This course came out of a workshop that we offered at the Homestead, I believe two years ago. It became a book, and it's now an online course that you can take in your own home. There are so many new advances in how we treat mental health, beginning with how we understand what causes it, and moving toward how to treat it effectively. If you're ready to end the albatross, join us online, and check it out in our membership group as well. The membership Facebook page can be found on our website. We kicked off a brand new campaign this month that I'm so excited about with the help of our outreach consultant, Elizabeth Cassano. This initiative is called Keep It Local. I'm excited about this because I'm as guilty as the next person for shopping online. It becomes so easy just to click a button and put it into the shopping cart. But I've committed in 2019 to bring my spending money back into my own community. We're featuring local, sustainable, and reliable businesses that support the homestead community and in turn, asking our community to support them. We want to welcome our very first Keep It Local partners, Carrie Matthews at Tom Smith Land and Homes. She's a realtor that attended the women's retreat and was so excited about the homestead that she jumped on board. Worker Bees is by Shannon Voges-Hout. She's a cleaning car detail, windows, attics, garages. They do anything. And she's actually on our board and, of course, became a Keep It Local partner. Danny Hill of Service Master deals with mold, water, fire damage to your home, and he donated all kinds of time and effort to help our a Helping Hands family this year. Barbara Coates at Modern Woodman of America is one of my favorite community members of all time. She is everywhere. If you're in the community at any event, she's probably there donating her time, and she always has time for a consult. Connie Wilsey has helped us out since the very beginning of our organization. With Costume Party, she does rentals and theater consult and party planning. 
She helped us with our kids' fair. She helped us with our murder mystery dinner party, our Woodland Santa Claus, and many other events. So please go see her in the coming season, especially for if you celebrate Mardi Gras. If you'd like to become a Keep It Local partner or find out about our upcoming events, visit our website at www.thehomesteadcenter.org. So many of you are taking advantage of our spring membership deal that includes all kinds of online and on-site events. I'd like to welcome our new members, Nancy Bagwell, Cheryl Leitze, Hillary Cassabry. Thank you to all of you who emailed us at thehomesteadms at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, and it lets us know that you value what we're sharing, especially on the podcast. We've been getting so much good feedback on this new initiative this year, and I, I think it's so great that you enjoy it or at least find it funny that we're attempting to do this homegrown podcast. So thank you for following and for reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. It really helps our reach and grow to people that we never were reaching before. So please email ideas to me when you get, get a chance at thehomesteadms at gmail.com, or you can tweet me at capital H, capital C, Homestead Center. I'd love to hear what you want to see on the show in the coming year. Now I'd like to introduce you to today's guest. I found Sharon online in January when we hosted our Dry January Challenge through One Year No Beer. One Year No Beer is an organization out of the UK encouraging people to live a sober and exciting life. This concept is a bit strange to us in the U.S. as we associate sober with, well, boring. I was taken with this concept and I started following the group. I knew for myself it took a, a long break from alcohol to reevaluate my relationship with it. But I didn't associate that break with fun at the time. Necessary? Yes. Healthy? Definitely. But fun? That was not in my vocabulary. Not so much. I noticed One Year No Beer on Facebook first, and this group was challenging each other to marathons and reading clubs and camping trips and all kind of exciting life changes. I loved the concept, and in the center of the group was Sharon Hartley. And once you meet her, you will never look at Sober the same way again. Welcome, Sharon. Hi, Alyssa. Thank you for having me. I told you when I, I uh, connected with you that you're my first international guest. I'm so excited. This is really exciting, and if you could see where I am, it doesn't look very international right now. <laughs> well, you're, you're a fun spirit, and you're just encouragement of everybody, and, and your ability to laugh about this journey is so refreshing. Can you start by introducing yourself and telling us why you found One Year No Beer so appealing? Yeah, no problem at all. Um, so, as you said, my name's Sharon. I am uh, 45 years old and I live in the northwest of England in a small market town called Garstang. Um, mother to three children, aged 18, 15 and 10. I'm married to Paul and we have a beagle. So that's my home life. Um, I've been drinking all my adult life, probably a couple of years before that. Obviously, over here, you can uh, you can legally drink at the age of 18. Um, so do the maths, 18 to 45, it's quite a while. And I just needed to change something, and I wanted to change something. And um, like you were saying in, in your introduction there, Alison, um, I stumbled across One Year No Beer on Facebook, and it was that simple. And that was uh, pretty much six months ago to the day. Wow, congratulations. Let's start by talking about the fears that most of us have about living without alcohol. Many of us 
can't imagine a dinner out or a birthday or any other kind of celebration without a drink, let alone how to cope with a bad day. Can you talk about our emotional attachment to alcohol? Yeah, I could completely agree. Um, Prior to starting this, a lot of people, you you talk to your friends and you say, oh, I'm not drinking at the moment and I'm, you know, I'm giving up alcohol for a while. And more often than not, the first response is, but you've got this at weekends, you've got that going on, I'm too busy, you know, there's always something going on. So when I started this challenge, um, I picked possibly the busiest time in my personal life, family life. I had my son's 18th, I had a wedding, I had a christening, I had my own birthday. You know, there is always something going on and it, it, it's it's so acceptable to celebrate everything with alcohol. That's what you do. Um, and I thought, no, I'm going to I'm gonna jump in this with two feet and do it now because I don't think there's ever a right time. Um, and there is so much peer pressure to drink. You know, obviously you can't have fun without booze. You can't, you can't have a laugh without booze. You're going to be boring. It's, um, it's hell. It really is. Um, and I think it's quite a, it's quite a brave move to, to, to face that and say, you know what? No, I'm just going to live life differently for a while and, and see what happens. Why are we so enamored with the lifestyle we associate with alcohol? When in reality, it leaves most of us fatter with less energy and oftentimes dependent. I just think um, it's just so acceptable, alcohol, in, in every part of your life. Um, you know, it's, it's a rite of passage, isn't it, when you're, when you're 18? Yes. Um, and, and, and like you say, everywhere you turn, you know, you go to the shop to buy a gift for a friend or a birthday card. It's all alcohol related. Every single card is, has got an alcohol bottle on it or some fizz or something. And it's just, we're just, it's just saturated. Um, and you're right, it does leave us fatter. Uh, less energy over here would say knackered. Can I say knackered? That? Oh, Fatter, I like knackered. it. Knackered. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a real northern term. Um, but uh, when I started this challenge, I wanted to do. Um, I didn't want to just stop drinking, and that was it. I wanted to do some research and to read about it, and I, I like to immerse myself completely if I've if I've got a, a challenge going on. And there was two things that really struck me. Um, and it was, um, I read This Naked Mind and The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober. And I can't remember which book was which, but one of them said, carry on drinking at this rate and you will continue to, to gain half a stone a year. Now, I don't know what that is in kilograms, but it, it's a hefty amount every year. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and the other, the other thing I picked up was that you will always, you'll never drink any less. You'll always continue to drink more because, you know, your body becomes conditioned to it. You don't suffer hangovers the same and you just need more and more and more. And those two things, I thought, that is enough to stop me in my tracks now. Um, you know, and, and, it, and it was time to change. Yeah, well, I'm going to put a link to those two books. I think, I don't know if we can get those in the U.S. They may be only on U.K., but I will look. And if we can get those here, I'll put a link in the show notes to those two books. Yeah, they're fantastic. I really recommend them. Um this naked mind it's it's not an easy read it's quite um how to describe it it's it's quite a difficult reading parts um but the unexpected joy of being sober is just it's just brilliant it's delightful i think we're going to get back to that theme of joy because that's something we don't associate with taking a break from booze and, <laughs> and you bring joy to just everything you do i was just going to say you 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 either embrace this or go with it or you say our oh, life's so miserable you know, I'm so down, life's awful without booze. You've got to go one way or the other. And, you know, for me, there was, there was no option. You have just embrace it and go with it. Well, you do bring a lot of joy to it. And we'll come back to that in, a, in just a bit. Okay, so you came to the decision. You needed to take a break and you take back your life for what were the first few days like, first few weeks? 
I think that's the they're, they're the hardest, I think, the first couple of weeks. Um, I think it's mostly down just to the social conditioning and dealing with people and the questioning why you're not drinking, um, why you're driving. Surely you can have just one. Um, so I found it difficult for myself in those situations, but I sort of overcame that, went to the odd party, I went out and I would have alcohol-free alternatives. I would take a bottle of, over here we've got what's called no secco. Mm -hmm which is basically Prosecco without the uh, the alcohol content, just so you could be standing in you know, somebody's kitchen at a party without having to answer question after question after question as to why you're not drinking. Um, but I think once you get those first couple of weekends out of the way, the rest, depending on your mindset and, and your relationship with alcohol, you know, the rest is, I would say, plain sailing-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was really struck in the uh, one year no beer. They're big on non-alcoholic drinks, and it seems like you have a lot better choices there than we do. <laughs> we have like two. So you don't have any oh, in America, do you? We have like two, and I don't even think they're very good. But maybe, maybe oh, we're wow. working on that. Maybe, maybe somebody can correct me on that. Maybe we've gotten better. No, that's great. I mean, I I'm meeting a friend this evening. Actually, we're going to go out for a drink. She wants a glass of wine, and I will have um, I'll have a Heineken Zero or what's got a, a Bex Blue, to there your beers without the alcohol. Um, there's not too many places that do, you know, the, the wines or, or any non-alcoholic spirits, but supermarkets over here are, are superb. There's, a, there's an amazing choice. So if you do want that, that placebo effect, or, or basically you just want to hold a bottle so not to answer the questions, right. you know, it's, um, it's fantastic. And I think it's improving over in well, England. Good. Well, maybe it'll trickle here. And I want people to hear what you're saying. You're not staying home. You're not holding up and saying my life is over. You're going out. You're doing the celebrations of your family. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I have changed some of my social uh, socializing. Um, I do where possible. I try not to go to the pub too much um, because you're surrounded by drunk people later on in the night, and it's it's not particularly fun if you're if you're not drinking. Um, I'm not saying that that. Don't take that the wrong right. way. What no, I mean I is it's, it's fun for a couple of hours, but when, you know, when other people are then at the point where conversations become a bit repetitive <laughs> or they start to bore you, it's like, right, time to go now because I'm running in the morning and I want to go to bed. Yes. <laughs> stop me from doing a thing. That's great. How long did it take you before you started to feel some benefit and comfortable? And what were those benefits that you began to notice? Uh, I'd say the benefits begin immediately. Um, you know, within a couple of days, um, once you get over those, you know, the first couple of weeks, um, benefits that I've, uh, I'm still enjoying. Sleep is is just sent from heaven itself. Mm. Pure, uh, deep, uninterrupted sleep. Fantastic. My skin is glowing. It looks like I've had thousands of pounds worth of, uh, of work. I have not. <laughs> I have just stopped drinking alcohol. <laughs> So that is an absolute bonus. Um, my, uh, my my figure's changed a bit. I've not lost a lot of weight, but I've sort of lost that, we call it the wine belly, the dreaded middle-aged wine belly. Um, I've lost a chin. I have new cheekbones. Uh, I have more energy than I've ever had in many, many years. Um, let me think what else. What about... There's just so many benefits. What about your relationships? Well, my, <laughs> my husband's chuffed to bits. Um, yeah, he's really, really pleased. That it's really improved things with me and my husband because he's uh, pretty much uh, teetotal, which is uh, you know it's not been great over the years when you've got one partner drinking and the other not. So that is far better. Right. Um, 
my teenagers like me occasionally, so that's really good. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't cure that. <laughs> nah, <laughs> doesn't cure that at all. It improves things. It does help. Um, and I think it's just made me a little bit nicer. Um, I think I've got more patience. There's certainly more patience at home with the children. You know, more tolerance, and I just feel I just feel better as a, as a mum and as a friend and as a as a wife. Um, that's yeah. great absolutely zero negatives at all so what made it easier for you to get through the initial hard parts what are some of the things that you you talked about the non-alcoholic beer but i see you doing all kind of things yeah i think i think what i've what i've tended to do is um whereas of an evening i might sit down and drink a bottle of wine i'm exercising more so i've sort of thrown my heart and soul into uh, getting active and completing challenges um and it's just basically for me, it, it, it's all or nothing. It's got to be a hundred percent. So I, I wouldn't have started the one, you know, beer challenge thinking, oh, I'll just have a drink on a Sunday, or I maybe just have the old glass of wine here and there. It's got to be zero. Um, and I wanted to do it, you know, absolutely full on. So um, I think being active and and filling my time in other ways has just been brilliant. And you know, I found that the energy breeds energy, and I, I'm just I'm bouncing off the wall someday. I could be quite annoying. <laughs> about the event that you just organized which which event organize some kind of race ah yes so um over in england me and my friends we have this little um charity group called team shazam so basically we're four four women four wives four mums all the wrong side of 40 (laughs) um we like doing a bit for charity and uh yeah we've just organized it's uh it's called a mental health mile which is about just bringing the community together getting people to walk or run or cycle their mile it doesn't matter how you do it just just come and join us um and we thought maybe a, a couple of dozen of people would turn up but we ended up with about 500 so <laughs> it was amazing it was fantastic we've got another one uh 24th of feb so yeah it's brilliant and that's another side effect the productivity um of not drink you know when you're not drinking alcohol i found myself so much more productive and so much more useful and cracking on with things instead of just you know messing about yes yes I definitely found that my energy level changed and and you have there's so much time there's so much time that opens up oh man weekends are like <laughs> weekends last four days now and they feel like they do it's brilliant <laughs> it's superb yeah you gain a heck of a lot of time and it's it's you know I have been filling it with uh, with all sorts of things with friends and family can you talk a little bit about the lifestyle changes that you made that turned it into an adventure instead of a punishment? Um, I suppose that goes back to what I was just talking about with, um, you know, filling my time with the physical activities. But yeah, it's not a punishment, not drinking. It's um, it's fantastic. I've climbed mountains. So over in the UK, we've got um, the highest in England is called Scarfell, which I did that in September. With now, had you done that before? And then... I've done it before. I've done it before, but probably with a hangover. <laughs> so this time I was running up it. No, I absolutely wasn't running up it. But <laughs> so yeah, England's highest mountain, Scotland's highest mountain, uh, Wales' highest mountain. I've started running. I've started joining the park runs. Um, I've been doing some 10k road races. Uh, doing more with the kids, trying to get them out and about. Yeah, it's just been non-stop, but it's uh, it's all good. It's fantastic. That's... It's not it's not a punishment. It, it is. Been a, a great adventure. That is so exciting! And did the changes in your life get bigger over time? You know, what did you learn about yourself through the process? Uh, oh, crikey! That anything is possible, really. I think um, 
if somebody like me that was considered to be a bit of a party animal and a big wine drinker, if I can do this, absolutely anybody can. Um, friends and family have stopped drinking um, because of what I'm doing. Not, you know, I've not been giving big wordy speeches saying, oh, you must do this, you must do that. I've been doing this for me. Um, but my brother, he came to stay with us at Christmas. He's a, he's a 30-odd-year-old, you know, single man that enjoys his beers hasn't touched a drop since he stayed with us which i just think is is brilliant um so i've really enjoyed that and you know the influence of other people without having to to sing about the the, the good side of being alcohol free has been uh, it's been fantastic so you just show, I, I mean I, well that's why i was drawn to you you just show what this life looks like yeah well i don't do things quietly no. do i <laughs> I do like to share. I love it. I love it. Your sense of your sense of humor is just incredible. And sober for you is so far from serious. Can you talk about how your sense of humor has helped you through this journey? Well, it's again. I go back to what I said right at the beginning. You either you either go, oh my goodness, you know, life is awful uh, without a glass of wine. Oh man, I'm so miserable without alcohol. Rubbish. You're miserable with alcohol. Forget it. Um, you know, you've got to. I was, I was going to say grab it by the balls. That's probably if we say that. <laughs> Do you say that? Um, yeah, you've just, you know, run with it and have fun because what is the point of being miserable? Um, just use it to your advantage and, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I really, really genuinely am enjoying it. It's fantastic. That is what I want people to hear on this show is that it's not a serious, sober uh, death of a lifestyle. It's, it's the invitation to a brand new lifestyle. What would you say to it is. You say to someone who's listening and that's afraid to make the leap? I would say don't be afraid of uh, contemplating life without alcohol. I would say just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't question yourself. Just just go with it. Just do it. Um, but do it 100%. You know, don't do it a bit half-arsed. Don't do it a bit, mm, maybe I'll just have a glass of wine here, a glass of wine there. I'd just say just try it and before before I did this challenge, I've done 30 days, uh, you know, we call it sober October in the UK or dry January. And 30 days is brilliant. But on day 31, I'd be thinking, right, I can go back to the wine now. I think you need to just give yourself a, a really good crack at it and a really good chance. So 30 days is brilliant. 60 days is incredible. But I think 90 days and beyond, it really is, you know, it sounds really corny. It really is quite life changing. Um, so grab it, do it, don't overthink it. And uh have no regrets you know it, there are zero negatives to this it's uh, it's all good oh i love it sharon thank you so much for spending time with us and especially with our time change uh difficulties i <laughs> really appreciate you being patient apparently it is five hours ahead in the uk not six and uh it is and you know what i should have checked this i'm a bit useless at these sort of things but thank you for inviting you me so it's fantastic much. and i tell everybody at the one year no beer to listen to your podcast I will do, yeah, and I, I really couldn't have got this far. I mean, today is the day 165, um, so that's six months this weekend. And if it wasn't for me signing up to one year, no beer drunk, <laughs> oh, oh, the irony, <laughs> on a Saturday night, stumbling across Facebook and thought, oh, what's this nonsense? Right. Um, yeah, signing up to one year, no beer, I, I couldn't have done it without without that group. It's uh, It's been absolutely superb. And uh, you know, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. Yes, and so I will put a link to that continue. group in the in the show notes as well, so you can find Sharon. She is active and alive, and 
Very inspiring there. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be doing another alcohol-free April challenge. So join us on the Facebook page or on the website for more information. And please share the show and let us know what you think by subscribing and rating us. And cheers to a new adventure in living. Thank you.